You're listening to the Screening in Kingston podcast. For more on Screening in Kingston, more episodes, info about our movie clubs, and a lot more fun movie content, visit screeninginkingston.com. Okay, Movies from a Hat, episode one. This is uh, our follow-up from last week. Mike, don't confuse people. People are going to think it's we're, it's a new show. Oh, right, movies yes. Movies from well, a Hat. Welcome to Screening in Kingston, <laughs> our Movies from a Hat movie club, because there there's not much else going on, and we got to we gotta just draw Movies from a Hat. Listeners um, already have concerns that our show is on the brink of cancellation. <laughs> yeah. And then so, we go ahead and start drawing movies out of a hat. Yeah, and... we're still here. <laughs> yeah, we're just and, drawing movies out of a hat. And again, it was it was your you know our fans suggested all these yeah. movies came from our fans and and the idea is to find comparisons and try to link the two movies. And already, like just before we started recording, Taylor, you and I were both saying, I think already this has been a fruitful experience. I would say so. Already, we both of us saw movies that we never would have seen normally. Mm-hmm. And we both saw connections between the two movies. Mm-hmm. And so, I think, you know, I'll, yeah, and and I'll say that, you know, they're, they're two completely different viewing experiences, which is kind of cool and interesting. Like, uh, you, you probably can't get too polar opposite in terms of how a movie is constructed than like a 1996, like star studded, you know, Hollywood film versus, a, you know, a, an anime film that's very much like heart and soul focused (laughs) and has a lot of fantasy elements to it and yet a connection was formed immediately i was like oh dang (laughs) time lapse time lapse not to do any spoilers for the episode that will be whatever i mean (laughs) what is the what are the rules mike are we allowed to have spoilers this movie club you know i think we have to um especially after watching um your name I kind of came out of it being like, I think we really have to talk as if everyone listening has seen these movies Mm -hmm. or it's going to be really tough to to dive into them. So I'm going to say that that we'll do it at the beginning of every episode. Spoiler warning. If you haven't seen Lone Star or your name and you're you're you want to see them and would be spoiled by hearing anything about them, go watch them first and then come back and listen. Good. Um, if you've already watched them or you, it doesn't matter to you, you just like listening to us talk about movies, then stick around. Um, because yes, I think we're going to have to dive into spoilers um, to talk about everything. Anytime. Well, a, we're comparing the movies, so you kind of have to do spoilers, but anytime that there's time stuff involved, Mm-hmm. It's hard not to give us spoilers. Yeah. And I think, I think, you know, maybe what we'll do is we'll do kind of what we've done with the other movie clubs is, you know, we're going to hear from our fans eventually. We've got a couple standard questions that came in. We'll answer those at the beginning of every episode as normal. And then you and I will just talk about the two films in general, maybe give our thoughts on them. What do we think of them? And then we'll dive into the connections. And we've got three fans who wrote in this week and jumped in. So that's oh. how we'll structure it. Spoilers are going to happen, but just, you know, just know going into listening to this episode, we're going to probably dive into the ep- each movie each week a little um, a little more so than we might normally, especially if we're trying to draw connections. Exactly what you're saying. If we're going to compare two things, might have to get into this. Um, but yeah, we've got some fan questions, as I said. Um, anyone out there listening who wants to contribute 
um, and who are watching along with us during the movie club, feel free to email us anytime. I'm just going to give that quick reminder that our email is screeningandkingston at gmail.com. So that's just our name at gmail.com. And you can also uh, find us on the internet. We have a website, screeningwithkingston.com. So there you go. Um, go to our website, find our email address there. There's always forms you can fill out if you don't want to f- put in our email address. But we have our Gmail set up. We have our website. So go there, contribute. We always like to hear from you. Um, let's get into it. Let's uh, let's get some fan questions done, and then let's dive into these movies. Yeah. And at the end of this episode, let's pick two more. I'm pumped. <laughs> um, okay, we've got uh, just a couple fan questions from Josh, uh, who writes in every week. Josh, the Inquisitor, first wants to know, uh, do you find reviewing a movie impacts your viewing experience by making you less immersed in the movie? Thoughts on that, Taylor? Do you find it impacts your experience when you every, know you have to review? I feel like every couple of months we get a question that's pretty similar to this. Like, <laughs> does reviewing movies ruin the movie for you? We get that sometimes yeah, every yeah. every so often. I would say that if anything, the fact that I know that I'm going to talk about the movie and say if say it's a movie that I'm not necessarily enjoying or a movie that's pretty slow or boring. Um, If anything, it makes me really buckle down and pay attention to the movie. If that makes sense. Cause I'm like, Oh dang, I'm going to have to talk about this in three days and I better have something to say. (laughs) Especially if you don't like it. That's what I find. I think that's the impact. If I'm enjoying a movie, nothing's going to ruin that. Exactly. Yeah. If anything, that makes me excited. But if it sucks and it's bad, and you have to sit through it. You've got to like hyper focus and be, okay, okay, I've got to say something. And if I don't like it, I have to be able to explain myself to Tyler Vance, who's probably going to love it. So like, I got to like be ready for whatever <laughs> arguments you can come up with. Like that's, that's kind of like how I, I go into it. So yeah, I, I think if anything, it can enhance the experience. Yeah. Through it. That's yeah. what I would say. Like you, yeah. I'm hyper aware that I'm going to need to have content for our listeners yeah maybe that's what's the like difference is that you're thinking from a mindset of i have to be able to say something about this but i don't know if that yeah that doesn't if a movie's good a movie's good and it doesn't matter exactly Um, if if anything sometimes i think you know i've talked about this before sometimes a really good movie is the hardest to talk about yeah because you're like it's good good (laughs) (laughs) great great thing i liked it (laughs) go see it yeah yeah so i think that yeah it's it's that's the only time that i've ever found in in the like two plus years of doing this show that has been difficult is when the movie's really really good i sometimes struggle i will say that if i'm watching a movie with dan and sometimes I'll like have remarks, like, you know, like one liners. And Dan goes, Are you trying to like do jokes for the show? <laughs> like you're preparing. Yeah. You're like preparing. I'm like running the jokes by him. <laughs> How does he feel about that? Does that get, does that weigh on him at all? Or does, does he just. Sometimes he it? gives me content for the show. Oh, like great. he'll like have a comment and then he'll, he'll say, Oh, you can say that on the show, but don't tell them that I said it. But I oh, always. You pass- your own but no i always say oh dan said this those are the moments when you say Dan says okay yeah (laughs) dan hates me talking about him but i talk about him all the times he's like oh he's like you better not have mentioned me on the show i'm like oh too late oh well (laughs) you know what you married (laughs) you've got to know by now yeah um next question from josh says when reviewing a movie do you make notes as you go 
uh, or just do you watch the movie and reflect on it afterwards? So, I mean, I think this is another question we, we get every once in a while. And I'm, I, I never take any notes. Um, I just let it kind of marinate with me. I'm never jotting anything down. Um, that's just the way I usually with me. Like I'm good. I'm pretty good with just remembering whatever is happening, especially if something's impactful. And I want to talk about it. You know, I'm, I'm bad with like names. Oh yeah. <laughs> I think everyone knows. Them. Yeah, to write a couple names. We're both everyone. guilty of that. Yeah, but uh, no, I, I, I don't know about you, Taylor, but I've never had to really write notes. I just more reflect on. It. I would reflect on it after, especially this type of thing this week. I took some time to reflect after these two movies. Be like, okay, this is the connections I saw. Here's some of the things I want to talk about. That type of thing. No, I never write down notes. I do what you do, Mike. Like I just kind of remember or like. I like process the movie as I'm watching it. And then I try to remember what I want to talk about. The only time that I have notes for the show is if we're doing like review episodes, like list episodes. And when we used to do the headlines, when there was actually news, (laughs) because there's no news anymore. Um, When we did not a great plan, I would have notes for that, obviously, because I had to have the headlines. Um, But no, essentially what you guys hear on the show is just, us talking can't you tell yeah (laughs) i do i will sometimes have um the wikipedia page open when i'm when we're recording and again like mike it's because i don't know actors or characters names so imdb yeah those types of things that help us Um, oh yeah and when i'm watching a movie if i'm at home i might have i might be sort of researching the movie in real time in the sense that like oh, I wonder who that voice actor is. And then I'll go to the Wikipedia or the IMDP DB page. But again, like I'm not like writing notes. It's mm. all happening like as it's happening. <laughs> um, well, we so that's actually a good segue because you mentioned uh, headlines. Because uh, Lily, who wrote in about our movie club this week, she also just had a little side note here that our lack of not a great plan has ruined the bingo card. Because she's oh. claiming that she had a bingo again this past, the, at least this past week. She claims she had almost a bingo, but it's just because we don't play the Avengers theme anymore and not a great plan that she does not get the bingos. Sorry, um, Lily. That's, that's fooled her a few times. So she's requesting a COVID bingo card. Um, and I don't know. I don't, I don't want to make Tyler Vance uh, come up with new inserts. for. He's a busy man. Like He's a busy guy. We don't want to keep bothering him about that. But, you know, maybe we can figure out a time to slip in an update headlines and read all the fun movie streaming and COVID news. Because there's some stuff out there so sporadic. It didn't make sense to be doing it each week. The problem was that when we went into lockdown, all of the headlines and like, I don't even think I'm exaggerating, but literally all of this, like I get most of my headlines from the AV club. Um, the nine times out of 10, the headline was about a movie being postponed and you can't really do not a great plan when it's, oh, another movie's been postponed. (laughs) Like, (laughs) what are we going to say about that? It is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. So that Um, for anyone who's wondering where not a great plan went, it's honestly just, again, a victim of COVID. That's not to say it won't come back. And I'll try. I'll scrounge up. There's been some army hammer news. He's been in the headlines recently. For oh, some... no. What did he do? <laughs> These text messages and private messages that are allegedly connected to him have been lit, lit, leaked. 
and um, they are, you know, of a sexual nature. And um, some of it talks about cannibalism. And Army Hammer has gone on record saying, it's not him. These are fake. It's he never would say those things. He's dropped out of the movie that he was going to do with JLo because of this, which I thought, hmm, if you're if you're not guilty of these messages, why drop out of the movie? Oh, man. So that's, <laughs> that's not a great plan. There's your not oh. a great plan, Lily, for the week. But um, <laughs> that's what I've been uh, uh, talking about recently. Um with, I, I called up Nicole yesterday and I said, Nicole, the first thing we're going to talk about is these Army Hammer <laughs> headlines. Oh, man. Uh, wow. Okay. But he's well, still connected. <laughs> he's still connected to the new Godfather project. So there's going to be a, a mini series on TV. It's going to be a television short series about the making of the Godfather. And he's playing one of the producers. So he hasn't pulled out of that project. But um, these are pretty weird and scandalous text messages and email exchanges. So if he is the person who wrote them, he might he might be dropping out of the Godfather project as well. Army Hammer. Wow. Army Hammer. Well, wow. Do you just hear a person's name and you're like, oh no, what did they do? And I, <laughs> cannibalism text messages were not what I was thinking of. But, no, you know. probably not. It was not what I was expecting either when I read the headlines. <laughs> Well, there you go. <laughs> there you go. Well, so I think I think we can, you know, maybe we'll a couple episodes here and there. We'll we'll figure out a way to to try to get that theme played. I just took a quick look at the bingo card, and uh, I, I have to say that Lily is quite correct. The placement of of that particular it makes it impossible uh, to get a bingo yeah, right now. Well, it, it makes it tough because that line down and line across has some of the things we one hundred percent do every week. Like it's some of the things that like you probably could get a bingo every like every two or three weeks because of it. So I get her frustration with that. Um, so we'll do what we can. We'll do what we can to 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 go in there. We don't want to uh, task Tyler to add some different updated bingo card stuff right now. But but uh, if he wants to, hey, why not? Well, I'm not gonna stop him <laughs> if he wants to. If he just or if does Lily, it, I mean... Lily, if you want to make a new square. Let yeah, us know. If we could have we could have some sort of temper. We'll just do some weird like a COVID you know how, square. Yeah, COVID square. But you know how like I, I've always loved when when people will release things and it's like on purpose poorly done. Like we'll take a picture of it and like really poorly graphic design it on top of the square. Like someone stamped <laughs> it there. And then like here's just another thing. Like we'll do something like that if Lily comes up with square or Tyler can or anybody can send us something new. Uh, we'll we'll maybe either replace that or try to figure out a way to get that back in there so um but yeah lily had some other things in in her email but uh, i'll save that for for our chat cool. about the, the two movies um but that's it for the rest of the fan questions this week um let's start talking about these movies let's get some thoughts from you and i first so we watched your name we watched lone star um taylor why don't you just pick one Wait, of them first mike do you want to say yeah. who picked the movies oh sure yes that's in my notes see uh-huh. this is, I, I make notes and i don't even look at it so your name was was put in by Tyler Vance. Yeah, I thought that, so. Uh, yeah, who said that uh, this is this is a film he's seen quite a few times. He says it in the email that he sent it as well. So um, I think this is a maybe a favorite of his. Um, and Lone Star was submitted by Kathy, who wrote who get, wins the award for the most movies submitted. Oh, um, great! Kathy was also one of the three people who put uh, Apollo thirteen. <laughs> 
in there. Uh, Wonderful. So. Thank you. Thank you for that, Kathy. <laughs> so we've got we've got a Tyler Vance pick. We've got a Kathy pick for your name and Lone Star. Um, I mean, as I was watching your name, it's pretty apparent that that's a Tyler Vance pick. Um, well, he has written in about anime before. Yeah, and he's an anime fan, and and th- this is um, what I didn't know in my research um, was that your name actually surpassed Spirited Away as the highest box office grossed um, uh, anime movie, huh. which I thought I always thought that was Spirited Away because that's the one that kind of got the most attention everywhere. But actually, your name is now the number one anime in the world for box office. Didn't know that. So it came out in 2016. 2016. So it is older. It, it you know, mm-hmm. it, it was only a matter of time before Spirited Away got trumped. Um, well, yeah, you're, you're going to see these types of movies, especially anime, because they do get they do get good fan bases. You see them get replayed in theaters all the time. Yeah. Like it does happen. So it makes sense. And it's um, a live action remake set in the United States is currently in development by Paramount Pictures. Of what? Your name? Yeah. Oh, no. Are they going to ruin it? Oh, well, yes, obviously. (laughs) So sorry. Sorry in advance, Tyler, if this is one of your favorite movies. (laughs) Oh, man, we got to we got to like when that comes out, if our show is still around, we got to watch that and bring Tyler on. Oh, for sure. (laughs) I don't even know how. Okay, so this movie. Let's talk about your name. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) let's go start there. This movie has to do with a young high school girl who lives in like a rural a rural community in Japan and then um a a boy of the same age who lives in Tokyo. And mm-hmm. without really a clear explanation as to why, um although it kind of is revealed why. Um well, not really. Like kind of, but very loosely revealed. Well, why. because she says I want to come back in my next life as a Japanese Tokyo boy. And so in her next life, she does. That's one of the spoilers. Yes, but but does that explain their connection? I don't know. I, 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 don't, just yeah, that, well, I didn't really take that as that was explaining why they were kind of connected from the beginning. So, okay. So here's a, this is why <laughs> I feel like it's going to be so hard to make this a live action remake. Yes, and yeah. any time that there's like, time travel or like mm-hmm. ultimate dimension like alternative dimensions different timelines like that is really hard to portray for sure and i feel like most time travel movies are are hard to make you know what i mean like they're not yeah. always yeah. successful they get convoluted yes. really fast and even your name which like i enjoyed and and I think I I got everything. I still think it would take a couple rewatches to really yeah. like sink in everything. Like I feel like Agreed. this is the type of movie that you're going to miss stuff, and then you're going to watch it again and be like, like oh, because oh, right. it's, it's not just time; it's body sw- switching. You yes. know, like so, it's it's two characters switching bodies as well as they're separated by I think it's like three years. Three years, yeah. So, yeah. but you don't find out that they're separated by three years until like a maybe halfway through the movie. And so, yeah, I'm not like I don't have like a physicist's mind, so it's not <laughs> that I don't enjoy time travel movies. I um, the, I hated the movie Time Traveler's Wife, but the book is one of my favorite books, and that has to do with time right. travel. So yeah. it's not like I'm like 
unfamiliar with time travel but i also feel like i'm not oh i'm not the smartest person to like fully be able to wrap my head around it but the plus about this movie is you don't need to be a genius in order to enjoy it like you can just like let the movie like wash over you and you can just enjoy the fact that Mm -hmm. you know different different timelines body switching romance love a comet yeah, well, it had so much heart in it. Like, the movie yeah. itself has so much heart in it that, like, yes, it's, like, I, I'm with you. I thought the movie at times was a little convoluted and made me go, like, wait, wait, what? And I just, I, I eventually, I just sort of, like, set back, like, I'm not going to overthink this. And I'm just going to, like, enjoy the ride here because there was enough to do that. And that's the thing about movies. We always talk about, like, when I'm, when I'm you know, I'll get on a movie and bash them for like little things here and there. If you're going to make a movie that has some things that don't make sense on the surface, or you really need to pay attention to, or or on rewatches, you're going to find something, have something else in the movie. That's interesting. Like replace making total sense and logic all the time with something else to, to give us. And this movie exactly. You, I mean, you don't have to be a genius to watch it, but there's a lot here. If you want to watch it again and again and again, like I feel like I'm going to, I would learn more on rewatches, but there's so much heart between these two characters. Like even the unfeeling robot that I am, there were times where I was like, well, this is really sad. Like, this is like, like, I want them to to be together. Like, how are they going (laughs) to? Well, the, 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 the sort of discoveries that happen, like first that they're three years apart, I was like, oh my God, like they're three years apart. Like this is like, what? And then, and, cause I, I thought like the scene when she, she's like finds him on the bus and because in his timeline, he hasn't met her yet. Yeah. It, it is like a very, was a very like touching heartfelt, like heartbreaking moment. Yeah. And then gutted. It, I was gutted. I'm like, no, you need to know who yeah. she is. Yeah. Oh, and no. he had like no, yeah, no idea. And then it, like Taki's journey to, to sort of discover what happened to her and what happened to this village and place was also heartbreaking. And, like, and how found... they kept forgetting each other. Yeah. That was so like, sad. It, it was, it, it's such a, it guts you and it gets to you. And it was, so, it, the movie's so well done in that way that I can kind of forgive things where I'm like, well, wait a minute, how does this really work? My mind isn't doing that because you've given me so much of other things. I'm just hoping for the best. And I feel like unlike, I mean, I didn't end up seeing Tenet, but from the general consensus of Tenet was that (laughs) it was just pretending to be smarter than it actually was and just like didn't actually make sense and whatever. I felt, I feel like with your name, it is, the things that maybe I didn't understand or didn't quite grasp, I feel like on second rewatch, it would make sense. Like, I don't think there's plot holes with this movie. I just feel like it's dense in terms of like time, like how time is used. It's dense. Yeah. That's a good way to put it. It's dense, which makes it feel convoluted, but like over time you probably can figure it out and kind of be part of it. Whereas, like, I saw Tenet, and I can tell you, you're 100% correct. Like, Tenet is just a mess. And it doesn't matter how many times you watch it, it's not as smart as it thinks it is. Your name is. Like, your name is a clever, well-done movie with some fantastic writing that makes, you know, more or less enough sense for you to not have to worry about too much. And yeah, on rewatches, I'm confident I would learn more each time. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. And I went in, it's funny... We'll get to it when we talk about Lone Star. I thought mm. that I was going to love Lone Star and be like, okay about your name. Well, <laughs> I like really, really liked your name and was like, 
very cold towards Lone Star. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I, I was, I was uh, on a similar plane of like, these two movies are so different. Lone Star is closer to the type of movie I probably right. watch more consistently. Yeah. But I, I also like, I really enjoyed your name. I thought it was great. I, I enjoyed Lone Star. Um, maybe from the sounds of it, I think I, I enjoyed it a little bit more than you did, but I will say I didn't think I'd enjoy your name more. Like I didn't think I'd come out of this being like your name is the one that I your pick a for the bit. week. Yeah, my <laughs> pick for the week. Like if I had to pick between the two, I'd be like, oh, your name for sure. Yeah. Like I don't even think I would struggle with that. Um, which it I was didn't worth think, like I the four dollars I paid to watch it on YouTube. That's what I yeah, me too. I watched it on YouTube for four dollars, hey, <laughs> and it was like this is totally worth it. <laughs> just a quick plug: I have never rented movies on YouTube before. It was so easy. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like well worth well worth it. And as another plug, um classic video will be open during the week for curbside pickup. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. So they are gonna do it. So they they were kind of the owner was on the fence because of this obviously this provincial lockdown. Mm-hmm. But he'll just operate like how other retailers are working, where you call okay. him, tell him what movie you want, and then you can just pick it up just curbside pickup so that is another way you can watch along although maybe i should have given that hot tip because what if i go try to rent one of our movies next week and one of our listeners has already snabbed it from well sometimes they have multiple copies that's sometimes they have you know classic video is good they sometimes have multiple copies of things so you might you might be okay um but i mean it's good it's good to know that because i i thought they weren't going to be an option during this lockdown but if they're doing curbside pickup it's perfect yeah i always you know we want to support our local businesses during this hard time and classic video is definitely one that deserves it but that being said youtube was so easy i rented both Mm. movies on youtube yeah, no, I, I, your name, I got off YouTube, and then Lone Star, I got off my my cable on demand service, had it for four dollars too, so I cool. rented it there. So yeah, I mean, very easy to 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 rent on YouTube. Um, I like it, but yeah, um, just to kind of wrap up the your name stuff, like I, let's let's do our normal. We'll give it a rating, and then we'll talk about the film, give it a rating, and then we'll we'll dive into the comparisons. But like, I would give your name a see it. Yeah, me too. I think I think there's enough fun things in here that it's the type of movie that if you felt like you needed to watch it again it's it's not like you wouldn't dread it like i you know how you come out of some movies and you're like i watched it and i'm like whatever I, i'm yeah. that was good but i'm never gonna watch it again your name is the type of movie where i come out of it being like that was really good and i would definitely watch it again so it, it was yeah, nice I would give it, see it. it was yeah. nice. and i don't mean that in like a derogatory like oh it was nice it was a nice movie like wholesome sweet there was times where i laughed you know i was on the edge of my seat waiting to see how things were gonna work out um because like there's some big plot twists and you're like how are they gonna fix this so Yeah. Yeah. yeah it was a good it was a good and i think it's only about an hour and a half like it was a nice tidy movie yeah 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 Definitely. So it's so a see you, it for me as well. See it for you? Yeah. Yeah, I, I definitely agree. Um, okay, so let's let's chat about Lone Star and then we can start comparing. Um, yeah, so you, you're you saying you're a little cold towards Lone Star. Like you're, it wasn't quite what you were hoping it would be? No. So I read the um, – I read the description for it before we um, started watching. And I went, oh, like this is going to be a movie I like. Like – 
neo-western mystery film so it's gonna have cowboys i thought it was gonna be maybe a little bit like film noir almost and it did feel like if anyone's seen chinatown it felt Mm. like chinatown but set in 90s texas as opposed to like 1930s la yeah and um i understand like what they were trying to do i just found it really boring unfortunately sorry kathy um because i'm sure whoever picked these movies picked them because they they like them mm-hmm. um i would say that the so the movie's two hours and 15 minutes and it definitely felt like two hours and yeah. 15 minutes I, I have to agree with you there yeah yeah and i would say that by the end of the movie once we like all of the plot points were resolved and once we kind of knew the mystery was solved i thought like oh like that story was a really good story like the but i don't like how long it took to get there and like to tell that story yeah i i have to agree with you on on that point because i think i think the thing i liked most about this is once everything was said and done i really liked the story yeah um but I, there were times in this movie where I'm like, can we just pick up the pace here? Yes. Can we move? Like, I'm all for films marinating. And I've said that many times. I love when you can just marinate with something. But you have to, again, you have to add things. You have to give us something. And I felt this movie dragged on a little bit too much. Um, but, again, the story was intriguing. And it was like, I'm pretty satisfied with how things wrapped up. And I was pretty good with... Um, with the story itself, but I I do agree with you. It was a little too long. It felt like you could have condensed things a little bit. I think they could have got to the end without meandering. Like, I think you could have still told the story they wanted to tell and it not take as long as it did. The other problem I had with this, and this is a problem watching it in 2021, like with the knowledge we have now. So Matthew McConaughey has a small role in this movie so he plays the father of the main character in flashbacks so Mm. we're essentially seeing the father as like a young man and the young man the young father is played by matthew mcconaughey i wish that the casting had been reversed so that matthew mcconaughey was playing the son sam deeds and um what's the name of and then chris cooper played the dad but the problem is in 1996 matthew mcconaughey was not a well-known actor or like Mm -hmm. wasn't the big star that he is today like he was just kind of starting his career so it makes sense that matthew mcconaughey was given kind of the small part and chris cooper was given like the big chunky role but i feel like matthew mcconaughey would have been a much more interesting actor to watch than Chris Cooper. I thought Chris Cooper was boring to watch. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, Chris Cooper has that kind of non... He, he Nothing about his performances usually jump out at you. Like, to me, Chris Cooper's always been just, like, solid. He's just, like, solid actor. So, yeah, I, I kind of get what you're saying. But, again, that is the problem because, like, we know Matthew McConaughey now. Like, true... De- can you imagine, now. like, true detective Matthew McConaughey... Yeah playing this sheriff 
learning nice. these secrets about his father. Mm. Like, oh my gosh, that I think it would have been a completely different movie. It would have been a completely 100%. different movie. But 100%. the reality is Matthew McConaughey didn't have that star power that he has now in 1996. Mm. So, and, yeah. Yeah. And I think the, so one of the things that I thought was like interesting about this movie and, and the fact that it was coming from 96 was like, especially near the beginning as they were kind of setting the scene of this community and how a lot of people were kind of affected by, by either, you know, his father or different events in the past. It was interesting how like the, the issues that they were bringing up in the community are like 100% the issues of the time and are still the issues of today. Like the conversation they had um, uh, at the school, the textbooks, yeah, the textbooks and what to teach people and like how the teacher was like, I'm just teaching them, you know, fact and the textbooks have, like facts wrong and like what the majority why are we saying why are we teaching our a white history when the majority of students are latino like it yeah. was like it was <laughs> it had interesting things to say that was like that's the thing like it wasn't it's weird how a story can be interesting but the delivery be boring and well, that's I, the thing the execution was just poor right like the story's interesting what they want to say is interesting it's timely uh, the fact that these conversations were going to be had in the movie in the 90s is like fascinating to me with all the complaining that everyone does about how you know behind on things Hollywood and how whitewashed yeah and like here, here's a movie that's like not doing that that's got a diverse cast that's doing it yet it was poorly executed like i even looked up to see like how was lone star received at the time it was some received, mixed reviews it was received really uh, well though mike I, I got some mixed reviews here. Like I, I've read some things where people were not 100% happy with it. I mean, it got nominated for an Oscar for writing, um, like for the screenplay, which like the story is kind of the best part of it. But I've got some reviews here that are like not so kind to it. Hmm. Um, some that are very, very good, but some that are not so kind at the all. The Wikipedia so- section for critical response says the film was high. high the, the film received highly positive reviews. However, not all contemporary critics were completely positive. Yeah, so I probably there's, you know, the ones I was reading were the smattering bad. I mean, with any movie, you're going to get, yeah. you know, good and bad. It's just the things I was reading was so mixed. And even like, you you know, I looked at like the box office stuff and it did like, okay, like not too bad. And it got nominated for one Oscar and stuff. But it's interesting how this movie in 96 was doing all these things. Like that was one of the things I thought was so interesting it's like i've never even really heard of this movie i never i never heard of it (laughs) here's all this stuff in it but uh, but anyway that's it's more of a side point but yeah i'm i'm with you about the slow moving thing i think that was kind of my my thing but again i always i go back to execution that's a director's job to take a script make it move well and tell a story well so maybe this was just simply in our minds it just wasn't executed well but it had a good base to go off it's not a good story that was interesting but it just didn't move well. So Dan was kind of dropping in and out while I was watching it. And his comment was, oh, so this is one of those movies that has a really big ca- cast. And there's lots of different storylines that are going to converge, which is like a very accurate summary of this movie. It is one of those sort of ensemble cast mm-hmm. movies where, you know, there's all these different storylines, but eventually the storylines are going to come together. And it, it did, but I mm-hmm. still feel like there were characters we could have culled from the mix. Like um, the son of O, you know, the, yeah, the yeah. we didn't, I didn't care about him or his son and it didn't move the mystery forward. Um, 
and the teacher, her son getting arrested. Like, that didn't, I guess they're trying, like, in a way they were trying to show how, like, trauma is, like, inherited. Yeah. I guess you could make that statement, and it's true. But, like, again, it was just boring. Like, I didn't. Well, I, I think that, like, the theme of the movie to me and and what kind of, you know, how we start to kind of connect and, and some of the things even once we get to it that our fans said about connecting these two movies is is the kind of the impact that people in the past or at any time can have on you. Yeah. Um, and that's that was clear. I, I agree with you. I think if you would cut one or two of those little sidetrack storylines. Just clean it, it up. probably would have helped clean up the movie. Yeah. Um, and that's, you know, that's just again it's just it's just execution it's just you there's a things that this movie probably did not have to be two hours what did you just say two hours and 15 minutes yeah was that what it, yeah. yeah it didn't have to be that you probably could have told this under two hours tighten things up a bit um but but i mean i will say with, with that being said i kind of did enjoy you know the different the, i always enjoy ensemble movies because you see all these like anyone who was in the 90s was seemed like they were in this movie like i would recognize faces and actors all yeah, i recognized faces i didn't necessarily recognize names but their faces mm. were definitely yeah a lot of character there. actors yeah a lot of character actors who you like would just see and stuff and it was it was kind of nice to see their little contribution to the story i kind of liked that aspect of it a bit but uh, yeah I'm, i would give lone star a stream it um because i think it's not i again i, I agree with you i don't think it was as well executed as it could have been. I don't want to give away. I know we said spoilers this episode, but there's a plot twist at the end that is just like too good to give away for anyone who's going to watch it. Can we just take a moment, Mike, to be like, what the heck? Um, or do you know what I'm talking about? I think so. But I, I <laughs> if someone, I ask you about it. It's going to give things away. But how? Yeah. Maybe you missed it, but there's two people in the movie who are related more than they thought they were going to oh, be Oh, yes, yes, yes. Okay, yeah, 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 yes. What a yes. random, like, oh my gosh. Um, uh, that uh, That's going to get spoiled in one of our fan questions. Okay, anyway, good. Well, so, so we're going to circle back to it. because <laughs> We've been circling back to this point, but yes, I do know what you're talking about. This is what you're going to yeah. end the movie on, which is another reason why it reminded me of Chinatown, because there's like a similar plot twist in Chinatown, although like yeah. what ends up happening is not as like perverse as what happens in this movie. Yeah, well, yeah, it, it definitely is a lot more like, whoa like, and they like they just, drop it and then they're like the movie is done <laughs> yeah and now that you have this information please leave like, yeah, it's, yeah. yeah no, no, i know i know exactly what you're talking about so, uh yes we are going to circle okay, back okay good this for me this movie would be a borderline skip it like it just wasn't it just, just didn't, wasn't your thing. it just wasn't my thing which is too bad because like i like westerns i like mysteries um I just feel like I just like couldn't get into it. Yeah. Go watch yeah, True that's... Detective instead. First <laughs> okay. season of True Detective. <laughs> um, so let's let's uh, let's you and I just give our brief comparison thoughts, and then yeah. we'll hear from a couple of our fans. Uh, Tyler, uh, Akil, and Lily all wrote in about this. Cool. So um, let's let's just uh, Taylor, you, you go ahead first. Um, your connections between your name and Lone Star. So we definitely alluded to it. Both movies play with the concept of time, whereas um, in your name, it's like they're literally playing with time in the sense that there's different timelines and um, 
you know, timelines are changed and people are switching bodies. And then in Lone Star, it's more of sort of a linear timeline but the fact that With there's flashbacks. still flashbacks yeah. and how like yeah. how time impacts the present like how the past impacts the impacts the present and so yeah. both movies kind of play with that concept of um the past and how the past can impact the future or the present um you could even go as far as to say like both movies do talk about trauma right like the mm-hmm. fact that in the first movie um a whole town is demolished and what that means um you know what does that mean for the people that are left behind um yeah. and then there also is this connection between the two movies of people who are entangled And no matter how far you try to get away from that person or no matter what happens, you still end up coming back together. So, um, again, in the first movie, it's more overt. Literally, um, these people are entangled. They're switching bodies and their timelines are meshed. Um, And then in Lone Star, it has to do with, you know, um, family, loved ones, how, you know, we might go away, but there's a connection and we have to come back together. And we see that that has to do with the big spoiler, the major plot reveal at the end of the movie, right? These two people say, um, no matter how far away we felt, we I always knew we had a connection. So yeah. that's what I would say. So surprisingly, we had said this before we started re- recording. Um, who would have thought that these two movies would have such obvious... We didn't yeah. even have to like. I didn't even have to work hard. <laughs> That's the thing. Like even even right from the beginning of I, I watched your name first and Lone Star second. Yeah, and, me too. And right off, even before even before I really grasped that time was going to play a role in both movies. Both movies were giving you nuggets as you went along. Like you're learning bits of information as you go along and as as things happen. And like so, Sam who's basically going along this journey in Lone Star to like discover things about his father. And he's talking to people and he's like learning things. You also get like that, that idea of discovery in in your name. It's just, you're learning, you're kind of, you're at two different characters points of views and you're learning things, but eventually, you know, Taki has to go on a journey to discover kind of what happened. And like, I thought it was so interesting that we randomly picked two movies that are like literally 20 years apart and couldn't be more different in almost every single way yet. Everything you just said is is right. It's it, the impact that time has, and the people people from different times, and how they impact upon you, and how they infect a community, um, and and kind of playing around with even the way the narrative is told. Because your name is is also showing you different things, kind of out of order and at different times. And Lone Star, you're flashing back to learn things, and you're as an audience, you're learning stuff in both films as you go along. Um, and and I yeah, I thought that was very. Very interesting that our first one and on the surface, these couldn't look more different. And yet the connections were were right there. Um, this is a good time to kind of dive into some of our fans here because they brought up a couple interesting points. Um, so, so Tyler and Akil have the same point. So I'm going to read both of theirs. So I'll read them back to back. Uh, Taylor, and then we can cool. talk about what they said. Um, so Akil says, um, I love this movie club and we're off to a great start. For me, I found uh, these two films were a very interesting pair, mainly looking at how relationships or connections with people can affect us, even if they're from our past or in the case of your name, our future. The impact 
stands the test of time. I love the way that both of these movies dealt with that idea of people in our past being a big part of who we are now. I really had a long, I really had a lot of fun watching these two very unique movies. Um, I hope my connection isn't too far off. And then Tyler brings up actually a very similar point. So Tyler just says from the onset, the prospects of being able to find a strong connection between your name, the Japanese animated body swap flick, and Lone Star, the star-studded 1968 Texan drama, seemed poor in terms of setting, tone, character motivation. Um, the, t- the two have p- appeared to be very different. However, there is a theme that the two share, even if it's explored in very different ways, namely how our connections to people can transcend time. Lone Star features a gaggle of characters uh, whose present um, is linked to their past. Every aspect of their current job, love life, success, failures, is a direct result of their interactions with some of the ghosts from the past. The film uses connections through time to talk about legacy, generational divides, um, and incest. (laughs) They also talk about incest. (laughs) Uh, And then he says, in your name, it handles this theme in a much more metaphysical manner with the two people being actually linked through time. This connection changes the two people's lives. And even after it has uh, served them, the absence leaves uh, a vacancy and colors their future. Your name also deals with the impact of time through a generational divides, which that's interesting. I think the generational divides between the two movies is something that that's also interesting in there. Um, but basically, yeah, Tyler, Tyler said he really enjoyed these movies. He was surprised that the depth of the Lone Star script um, and how it was able to shepherd so many characters into the narrative. They uh, felt uh, a little he said that the movie fell a little bit for him at the end, didn't quite work. Um, but he's seen your name several times, finds new things with every rewatch. So there you go. Um, yeah, so Akil and Tyler kind of bringing up that point of, of connections through time. Doesn't yeah. matter how much time passes, you're getting impacts with with these characters. And that is something that's in, in both these movies, which which is a little fascinating to me. But these two very unique, I know I keep saying it, but that's kind of what's cool about this. These two very, very different movies have that kind of core thing of people from our past or through time are are impacting us in a big way. Yeah. So in a, you know, it really goes to show that, and this is going to be a little corny, but it's true. The human experience is universal, right? The fact that this this Japanese animated movie that came out in 2016 is looking at the same themes that this American neo-Western from 1996 is looking at. So um, it makes me excited for the rest of the movie club. I hope (laughs) next week we're going to probably have movies that have like zero connection. Yeah, this is it. This is the, this was the uh, easy, the easy week, but um, um, yeah, I agree with both of them. They make a good point. Sort of that connection of people. Yeah. Yeah, Tyler and Akil, you're both hitting on very good points of of those of that connection through time as well. And and I think I think the fact that we got two movies that play around with time was like just fascinating to kick things off. Um, okay, the last person to commented was Lily, who wants to mainly talk more about actual the, the the setting of of some parts of the film. So she says the most interesting part of this movie club to me was always going to be seeing how exactly I can find a connection between these films. Um, this is, of course, the point of the movie club, but how we're going to find connections is always interesting to me. When I'm watching a movie, we're basically now being forced, and I don't mean this in a bad way, to look at connections where otherwise we might not have 
if we had just stumbled upon your name and Lone Star. I imagine myself on a Saturday afternoon just watching Lone Star because it came on TNT and then popping in your name as my uh, evening pleasure and not thinking about these two movies at all. It was kind of hard for me at the beginning, but once the movie got going, I saw some obvious connections. One of the ones I wanted to talk about was the two communities. Um, we've got a border town in Texas a small and a small town in Japan that ends up getting uh, hit by a meteor. And we've got characters who are being affected a lot by the things going around them throughout the time frame. I felt like both these movies did a really good job of trapping me into communities. I felt like that we had a community that was destined for disaster uh, in your name, and I had a community that was destined to not really move, change, or go anywhere through time. Maybe this is me looking at it from 2021, but I felt that way about the Lone Star community thinking, oh no, this place is never going to change. I love these two films for very, very different reasons. I thought that the way they played with time was exceptionally good, and I really enjoyed the connections of looking at characters and how they impact us over time. So that was some of uh, Lily's thoughts. So Lily brings up an interesting thing about looking at the, the border community. Looking at that town. Geography. How does geography geography impact relationship? Never even thought about that. I mean, how how you've kind of got this this small community destined for disaster and this other small community that Lily's saying is probably destined for another type of disaster as things might not change and grow over time there. That's, I mean, it's an interesting perspective. I like it. And it also makes me think about how, um, again, how geography can shape a person. So, you know, in this small Texas border town, the fact that um, they're so close to Mexico really does impact the relationships in the movie. And then in your name, the fact that they're living in this isolated rural community um, and how they're able to sort of maintain spiritual religious practices that aren't happening in Tokyo and how that has an impact on the female lead. So it's not a stretch that was a Lily made a good connection there that I didn't think about. Yeah, Lily being insightful. Always. Um, yeah, I, I I never thought of that connection either. I didn't even really think of that, and that is a really really good point. Um, again, I, the only part of that connection I had made is I did notice in Lone Star it was interesting that this community was talking about issues that are still very much um, relevant today, mm-hmm. and the kind of the the cross of of different cultures that was happening in Lone Star. You see some of that um, and some of the issues that kind of come from that. So, but, uh, but no, I, I didn't even think of it in that sense. And I'm, I'm glad really that you brought that up because yeah, I think that that's a, that's a really interesting way to, to look at it. Um, thank you everybody for writing in. I mean that it, it helps to kind of hear your thoughts on connecting these two really, really different films. So just a quick reminder to people, if you want to contribute, if you want to uh, be part of, of this movie club, all you have to do is go to our website, screeninginkingston.com, fill out the form each week, send in your thoughts, or email us screeninginkingston at gmail.com. Um, so Taylor, just to wrap up this conversation, um, you know, I, I thought this was a really good kickoff. I think we had two films 20 years apart, couldn't be different from the parts of the world that they were made in. I mean, you've got a Hollywood film, uh, a Japanese animation film, and yet they're playing with very, very similar themes. Yeah. Um, and I think, yeah, I think we've kind of covered it today with all of that. Pretty cool. It is yeah. pretty cool. That's what I, it's making me excited for uh, our is. next movie I fear, picks. 
Well, I fear that we've we've peaked too soon. My fear and, is uh, that the- Apollo 13 is going to be the next pick. <laughs> well, we'll see. We'll see. Well, I've got the hat here. Um, and we're ready to make our selections, so I'm gonna I'm gonna get the hat ready. So yeah, we're gonna we're gonna pull out uh, two more random uh, movies again. Uh, this week we'll just name the movie. Um, we'll talk about our excitement about it. But next week I'll I'll reveal who sent it in, and we'll we'll actually review them. And again, we'd love to hear from all of you. Um, I noted uh, just a couple of people wrote in here. Um, Akil, who said like I hope my connections aren't too fall off too far off like Akil we don't care give us your thoughts anyway <laughs> we like, want not... the good the bad and the ugly in terms of yeah. connections <laughs> if you make a connection we don't see that doesn't mean it's bad I mean neither of us made the connection that Lily made and that doesn't mean it's it's wrong it's just we just didn't think of it um and and Lily made a good point there and then also Tyler you said that uh you know trim down your your email because you know you you've had a lot of time and you want to give opportunities to other people that's great but like still send in your thoughts Tyler we don't care um and we're I'll, not going to trim, trim it <laughs> no well I mean usually I just read what people say yeah. and like usually we have a handful of people write in but yeah uh, if anything Tyler Taylor and I you you and I would talk a little less if we had more yes. fans write in so never exactly. worry about that everyone write in as much as you want we love to hear from we you. love You're it our favorite part Okay, shall we do this? Drum roll. Okay, drum roll. And the first movie for next week is... Oh. Uh, the suspense is killing me. To the Stars. Oh. Never heard of that. No. Don't even understand who sent that in. To the Stars. So, Taylor, maybe Sounds look that spacey. up. Sounds <laughs> spacey. To the stars. Maybe I'll quickly, uh, quickly make sure. I want to make sure. Sometimes people send in the years. Twenty nineteen. Um, to the stars. Um, Twenty nineteen. Okay. Um, I don't know. I honestly, I don't. It's I an don't American know. drama film directed by Martha Stevens from a screenplay play by Shannon Bradley Collery. It stars Cara Haywood. Leanna Liberto. I don't even know who these actresses are. It it had its world premiere at the Sundance Film Festival on January 25th, 2019. It was released on April 24th, 2020. Sounds like that must be it. Um, that must be the movie. Okay, what, what year is that? 2019? Yeah. Okay, so To the Stars, 2019. That's our first movie. Do we know anything about that? No. Do nope. you know who wrote it in? Um, but to the stars, that's movie number one, 2019. And movie number two. That's a good shake. Okay, movie number two. Movie number. Oh, that one's blank. Why is that blank? <laughs> <laughs> movie number two, nothing. <laughs> Your own adventure. <laughs> that's okay. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay. Did I, am I grabbing the right one? Yeah, this is the hat. Okay. Movie number two is. Yes, yes. yes. Open up here. <clears throat> Into the Woods 2014. Oh, no. That's a musical. That's a musical. That is <laughs> in. Oh, my God. Okay. So, To the Stars and Into the Woods. Why is there. There's, so, I've got. I found two blanks in my hat here. Way to go, Mike. What I did. I threw the X. I made a couple extra pieces of paper in case people wrote in. And you thought, oh, I'll week. just toss them in. In there. <laughs> Oh, man, now I'm going to have to go through this hat and clear those out so that doesn't happen again. Okay, so we got our two movies for this week. To the Stars, 
not 2019 and into the woods 2014 the musical all right wow it's gonna be quite the week be quite <laughs> quite the week um we'll see well that's gonna be really hey, interesting mike before we sign off for the day did you want to plug the reel out festival that's hop- starting next week yeah absolutely um i'm i'm still hoping uh we we get a chance to chat a little bit with matt about it um because it is kind of an interesting year this year but the reel out film festival does kick off on the 29th of january this year um their festival is going virtual so we've talked about Real Out on this show several times. We've seen yep. some shows from it. We've ha- chatted with Matt. Matt is a friend of mine who has come on this show multiple times. Um, so Real Out is is a fantastic film festival. It's the 22nd year. It takes place from January 29th to February 6th. It is all available on a streaming platform. So you can buy your tickets and watch your films right from home. I've already bought tickets to several uh, of these movies. It's the easiest thing to buy tickets for. It's the easiest platform. You basically are going to have like, I think about a two day period to watch each film. Um, and it becomes available once, once the film festival kicks off. So just like a regular film festival, each day has a different movie or a couple different movies that become available that day. Um, so as I said, it runs from the 29th to February 6th. If you want more information on Real Out and if you want tickets, go to reelout.com, but you can also just go right to their streaming service. So reelout.eventive.org. So that's reelout.eventive.org. You can buy an all access pass. You can buy tickets to the various uh, films. I think they still have, I mean, there's a couple shorts programs, so they have more movies, but they still have like 16 programs that are part of the festival this year. So even though it's all online, there's a lot to choose from. Um, I one read of the ones that I'm they, looking, sorry to cut you off. It's been one of their busiest years because the fact that it is online has made it easier to submit films. Yeah. And I, and I mean, there's a lot of really good to choose. Like already, like the last film Cowboys looks fantastic. There's a lot of actors in that you might uh, recognize um, as well. Steve Zahn being one of them. Um, but yeah, they, they've, they've got so many great options and it's so convenient for people because you can just watch it from home. Yeah, you don't have to leave have, the house. The house and you don't have to watch it at the exact time you can you can spend you know oh i'm gonna buy it but oh i've got i've got two days or i've got i think you know i think it's like 48 hours or something to watch your film i have it in the email um but yeah the real out film festival taking place january 29th to february 6th um you can go reelout.com get all the information i'm still hoping we'll uh we'll try to hear from matt a little bit about it i'd love to learn more about what went into this streaming platform yeah. and, and the difference to them because this is a unique time for everyone. So hopefully we can still get some, some great film content right from home. Cool. All okay. Right. That brings us to this week's episode. Join us next week. We're going to be talking about to the stars and into the woods. Go stream some movies. You're listening to the screening in Kingston podcast for more on screening in Kingston, more episodes, info about our movie clubs, and a lot more fun movie content, visit ScreeningInKingston.com. Mm-hmm.